with me. Haggai chapter number one. I'll be reading the verse number two. Please, I'll kindly ask you to give me the King James Version, please. If it is okay with the King James Version. Thank you. I like King James because when I read it, I feel more closer to God. Are you following me? I feel more closer to God when I read the King James. Haggai, the first chapter, reading the verse number two. Let's hear the reading of God's word. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, saying, These people say, The time is not come that the, that the house of the Lord or the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses? And this house lie waste. Now therefore, saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Ye have sown much and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with water, with drink. I beg your pardon. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And ye that worketh or eneth wages, eneth wages to put into a bag of withholds. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. And I will take pleasure in it. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Ye looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when he brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why, saith the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is waste, ye run every man and woman unto his own house. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from you and the earth is stayed from her fruit and I called for a drought upon the land and upon the mountain and upon the corn and upon the new wine and upon the oil and upon that which the ground bringeth forth and upon man and woman, and upon the cattle, and upon all the labor of thy hands. May the Lord bless the reading of the Holy Scriptures. Tonight, by the inspiration of God, the angel of this house came with the theme, open heavens. Can I hear you shout, open heavens? Based on the scripture or the account that we read here, we discovered that 
God came to a prophet by the name of Haggai. The Bible said that God came to him and he began to speak his mind to him. And why did God visit Haggai? God visited Haggai for two reasons. Number one, because the people have left God or they've had a form of godliness but denied the power thereof. In other words, they love God but they are not committed or they have not prioritized God. Are you following me? Uh, there are people that love God, but God is not their priority. You cannot go deeper. There are people that come to church, <laughs> but don't behave like God. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, there are people that, that profess to be Christian, but their attitude, their conduct, their morals, that's not the or demystify God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I got, I got to behave. I got to behave in this house. Uh, you need to understand that God came to the sin and he said, uh, consider your ways. Turn around to your neighbor and say, consider your ways. Uh, for someone to tell you, consider your ways, uh, it stands to reason that your ways is improper. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> your ways is improper. Are you following me? So God came and said, consider your ways. And why did God say that? He said, let me tell you something. He said, every one of you run to your own home and you have neglected the house of God. Uh, when we talk about neglecting the house of the Lord, I'm not talking about um, a person coming into church. Your body can be here, but your mind could be on EastEnders. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, your body can be here, but your mind will be on that girlfriend of yours. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, your body can be here, but whilst I'm preaching, you are checking the text to find out whether that boyfriend has texted you. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, please. Uh, uh, your, your body can be here, but, but whilst I'm preaching, uh, you are checking and, and finding out when the next episode on Netflix is coming on. Uh, uh, and for those of you that are fanatic of football, uh, uh, your body can be here, but uh, uh, whilst I'm preaching, uh, uh, you are checking to find out the scores of the World Cup. Um, please forgive me. I, I gotta preach the word of God. Uh, so, so, so they have that, a form of ungodliness, but deny the power in thereof. Uh, they profess to be Christians, but their conduct, their behavior does not demystify or depict who God is. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So, so we have the, the, the form, but not the power. So, so, so we come to church, we gather, and from the last time I checked my Bible, it tells me that where two or three are gathered in the mystery of them, God is there. And my Bible tells me in Zephaniah chapter 3, the verse number 17, he said, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee. So, so if God is in the midst of us, why don't I feel him? And then, cannot preach to you. Uh, Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 22 tells me, he said, for ye are come unto Mount Zion. He said, you are in the midst of innumerable company of angels. You are before God, uh, the judge of all, before the innumerable company of angels, before God the creator. So the blood that sprinkles the blood of him. So when you come to church, you are in Mount Zion. God is here. 
and then turn around to your neighbor and say, you better watch it. God is sitting. Let's do it. go back to my, let me go back to my text. Uh, I like to behave when I come to uh, the house of the Lord. Uh, are you following me? Please, I'm not behaving. Uh, will you help me back? Uh, yes, so the, uh, God came to them in Haggai and, and God said that consider your ways. Consider your ways. So based on the text, we found out that God said, I shut the heavens because you have not minded my house. Please, did you read it? He said, I shut the heavens because you did not mind my house. He said, I shut the heavens because you feel secured in whatever you are doing. Um, um, it, it is very interesting for you to note that um, when we have credentials, we become to be very highfalutin. And um, for, 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 oh yeah, oh Jesus, it's, 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 a, it's a word, check it out. And, 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 yes, has it been used in the right context? Yes, so you, you need to understand that, you know, the more you, God blesses you, the more humble you become. And um, you need to understand the, the dynamics of who God is and how he operates and how he blesses. Because God blesses you so you can be a channel of blessing. Uh, God does not bless you to hold, to keep. And uh, I'm not talking about, let me move on, please. So God came to them and said that the heavens is stayed. And what, what God said, God said, go up to the mountain. Go up to the mountain. And I will reopen the heavens. The verse number eight, nine, I believe it is. No, go back, go back, go up into the mountain. He said, go up into the mountain. Yes, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house that I will take pleasure in it. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Please, did you see that? Did you see that? So the kingdom promotion investment opens the heavens and releases favor upon the lives and your endeavors. I'll say it again. <laughs> Somebody said, I want my heavens to be open. Here, we saw it. So, be careful what you attribute to the devil. Turn around to your neighbor and say, be careful what you attribute to the devil. You read the scripture. It wasn't the devil that shut the heavens. It was God. It wasn't the devil. God said, because you have neglected my house, you can neglect God's house with your talent. You can... You can sing. And you sing and, and heaven comes down. And you sing and, and, and things begin to move in the church. But someone offended you. So you decided to step out. And I'm not using the gift anymore. Because someone offended me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
your body is in church. But your gift is not. So you, 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 you give your gift to Pharaoh. You give your gift to Pharaoh and you neglect God's house and it lies in ruins. Ladies and gentlemen, I beseech you by the message of God that the sure way to have your heavens open continually, continually, not periodically, seasonally, circumstantially, You understand? Should I should I expatiate it? Is it working? You have come to a church full of intellectuals, so you must begin to release some intellectuals for, for, for them to know that you two are there. Somebody shout fire! So you can come to church, neglect your giftings, and we will be yearning for the gift, but we cannot find it. And wherever, whatever you do, nobody does it better than you. Why? Because in First Corinthians chapter number 12, the verse number 28, he said, we are all one body, but one is the eye, one is the nose, one is the leg, one is the arm. So you may be the arm, so if my arm is not there, I cannot eat with my hand. So you are depriving the body from eating. You could be the leg. But because you've decided to abstain, now instead of us to walk on two legs, we are walking on and we are limping. So how many of you know limping like this would take us a while to get to where we need to get to than working, walking together like this? So you are staying and you are slowing our progress down because of you have withheld your services because of offenses. I went through a crisis and God gave me a word. What God gave me, I'll give to you. It's two scriptures. The first one is found in the book of Luke 17. Jesus said, in this world, offenses will come. So whether you like it or not, believe it or not, accept it or not, understand it or not, offenses will come. How much more you and only your three siblings you have offenses how much more coming to a church of 300 people what do you what are you expecting what are you expecting in your class of 30 people there are offenses how much more coming to a church like this what do you expect so the mind must begin to work in the way and in such a way that we are serving god not because of someone we we are have something to be offended about but the offense can derail us from our purpose and from where we are going and I have come to realize in life as you keep growing watch this, this is free of charge it's one of my wishes and I keep it and I don't just speak it anywhere so I'm giving it to you because you are privileged to be here 
one as you grow in life, one of the things that you discover is that you don't need money, but you need relationship. What relationship will do for you, money cannot do for you. So assuming that a king, Charles, is your friend, and you can walk into his palace anytime you want, and you pick up the phone and you call him anytime you want, what can he do for you? But you don't have the relationship with him. So somebody may have it. So you can have all the facts. You can be a billionaire. But without that relationship, you don't have access to him. So as you grow, you discover that it's not so when you are young, you need money because you are very, uh, what's the word? <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody, so I can come again. <laughs> so, as you grow, you discover. So now I understand what Jesus said. That food and raiment, all of these things that we are dying for, said, man born of a woman, his days are few, but full of trouble. So you need to understand, you see? Paul prayed a prayer in First Corinthians. He said, there was this tongue in my flesh, and I besought the Lord on three occasions. And God came back to me and said, my grace is sufficient for you. Now, when you go through the scriptures, according to scholars, there is nowhere in the Bible that God healed him. God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. So there are things, there are things that you go through, mommy. You need grace to go through it. So David said in Psalm 23, even though, or yea though, I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for the Lord is with me. And then in Psalm 91, the verse number 15, a beautiful passage. Oh my God. Psalm 91. All we read in Psalm 91 is he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall not abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And then we leave it there. Go to verse number 15. Listen to what he said. He said, he shall call upon me and I will answer him, number one. So when you call, he will answer. Number two, I will be with him in trouble. So he didn't say, I will take the trouble away. He said, I will be with you in the trouble. So when the trouble comes, your prayer is that Lord, give me the capacity, the tenacity, the strength to be able to deal with the trouble. Don't pray for God to take you out of the trouble. Every trouble is a promotion. 
every trouble is an opportunity for promotion. So I went through a crisis and I was praying for God to deliver me out of it. And the Holy Spirit said to me, pray that God show me what you want me to know from this. I said, uh-huh. So I said, show me. So in the trouble, show me what I need to know from this. And God began to open my eyes and my discovery that it's not every trouble that comes from the devil. Every trouble that comes from the devil. Not every trouble that comes from the devil. Here, according to Haggai, and let's go, let me finish it. And then he said, I will be with you in trouble. And then Psalm 91, please, 15. I will be with you in trouble. I would what? I would. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you. So he is with you in the trouble. Now the deliverance he's talking about, he's not talking about, he is going to take you out of the trouble. What he's talking about is that I will deliver you. I would help you to overcome that trouble. And once you have overcome it, now you have passed the test. So I will honor you. So honor does not come without you first passing the You are praying for honor. God, honor me. Then trouble will come. If you don't pass it, the honor is not coming. Look at the scripture. He said, I will answer you. So he started with an assurance. I will answer. Number two, I will be with you in the trouble. I will deliver you. Then I will honor you. Ladies and gentlemen, look at the scripture for yourself. Because whenever you read the scripture, what, he started off by saying, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When you read the text, you must understand the content and understand the pretext. following me. So he's saying that so God stayed the heavens. Let me get to my text. Let me finish very quickly and then we'll be out of here. God said don't so so in so he's saying that kingdom somebody say kingdom so in Matthew 6 33 he says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So the word all here signifies unlimited favor the world of unlimited favor seek ye first the kingdom of God Matthew 6 33 and all these things shall be added unto you it is unlimited favor are you following me unlimited favor by giving the kingdom of God a priority in your life particularly your finances only thing that when you talk about in church I am not afraid at all I am bold like a lion when I speak about money because the Bible says that money answers all things and when that word you need to connotize it all things it's not all things all physical things are you with me Somebody say, oh, but when you have money too much, it is bad. No, no, it's not bad. From where? Who told you that? It's not, it's not biblical. I told my church. 
I told the church I pastor. It's not my church. It's the church I pastor. It's God's church. But I pastor it. So I told them. I said, just as you pay bills in your house, the same way you pay bills here. But at least you have a job. The church hasn't got a job. The church hasn't got a job. So, so, where is the church going to get the money to pay for the night bill? The heat. Please, no, please. Help my ignorance. At least help my Yes. Help my, help my ignorance. Where is the church going to get money to pay for the things in the house? I can quote two scriptures here. And wherever your money is, you bring it to me. But that is, watch this, watch this. That is not of God. And that is manipulation. Your pastor, your pastor knows me very well. I don't do that. I don't do that. I stand, yes, I won't come here if I do that. I stand in my chair, in the church that I pastor. And I tell them, we need money for rent. God has not spoken to me. God did not speak to me. If you are waiting for God, God is not coming. God, God has got better things to tell talk to me about. Shadabayaba. Lebali Katayaba. Ash. I see. I see. I haven't seen nothing. See what? What did I see? Mommy, what did I see? I did not see anything. But, you see, I did not see anything. I stand and I tell them, look, we need to pay the gas bill. It's 900 pounds. So those that can help me, help the church, not me, you are not paying my house, you are paying the church. So those that can help the church, come forward and then they come. That's all. I don't need to. from you. you have it and you won't come then you are forcing me 
to do what I don't want to do. I, 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 are you following me? I, I, please, are you, are you following me? I won't do it. If we don't pay for the gas bill, let them come and disconnect it. We will all be cold here. Everybody wear two jumpers. Let's come. is that you can buy Peruvian hair for 300 pounds. And then and someone, someone, someone that is dead's hair that you are going to buy for, for 300 pounds. And then you come and give God 10 pounds. No, 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 please. Think and then you come and give God, you come and give God 10 pounds. You can buy one shoe, one shoe. If we collect three of your phone, your three of your shoes. We can pay the rent for three months. Let, let me get to my text. So, someone turn around to your neighbor. Consider your ways. Say, God is speaking to you. Oh, say, God is speaking to you. Say, God is speaking to you. Oh, hallelujah. So, giving God a priority in your life particularly in your finance. Why? Because it endears you to God and it unleashes blessings, heavenly blessings upon you and upon your household and upon everything that you do. Look at Psalm 35, the verse number 27. Psalm 35, the verse number 27. It says, let them Shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Did you see that? So the Lord God delights in the prospering of his people that favor his righteous cause. People that are committed in promoting his kingdom with their resources. God delights in them. God delights in them. There was a man that grew and increased greatly and exceedingly. His name was David. He grew and he exceedingly. His name was David. In Psalm 132, the verse number 1 to 5, listen to what David said. He said, Lord, remember David and all his afflictions, how he swore unto the Lord. He swore, he made a vow, and vowed unto Almighty God of Jacob. Surely, I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed, 
I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place for the Lord and habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. David said, I will not give slumber to my eyes. He made a vow. David was conscious about God. He made a vow. He said, what a vow. What a vow. Read the scriptures for yourself. Read it carefully. David made a vow. He said, I will not sleep. I will not slumber. I will not die until I see God's house. sing, you can play, you can you, you, you can administrate, you can do something. Somebody, let me say this. People come to church because of God, but primarily because of someone. So, as you are sitting there, somebody is in church because of you. Do you remember the, the scripture? There's a scripture that says that the day will come that God will say, depart from me, I never knew you. Do you remember that scripture? You workers of iniquity. Do you remember that scripture? Yeah, do you know why? Because it says that, and then God will say, I have done this, I have done that, I have done this, I have done that. Do you know why? God, people are in church. Look, and then God says that their, their blood will be revived out of your heart in the secret and it's in the village. Do you know why? church because of God, but I find solace because of you, because if I see God's work in and through you, and as a result of that, when I look at you, I know that if God can do it for you, he can do it for me. Our church went through a crisis this year, January, 21 days fast, and after the 21 days fast, as soon as we broke the fast, the Lord said to me, go away for three days. took myself out. Wisdom, yeah. So, I quickly called my wife and we came back home. Where are you going? I said, I saw you. How many days? I said, three days. No more for three days. Because I said, no more. from tomorrow. I said, ah! You two, at least you could have given me two days. Be starting from tomorrow. So, call one of my sisters out. Tomorrow, you must take this leave. That's my wife. That's my sister. And I know that when I drive myself, the tendency of me coming back with the car is very high. So I said, drop me. As soon as you drop me, go. Drop me as you enter. Check the engine. Then 
me, my iPad, my Bible, my phone was up three days. In one week,
car to his head was in the car. I am standing here trying to close the boot. The woman was standing close. After I closed the boot, I just closed my boot. So when he, he took his head out, he looked at me and I looked at him. I saw God or an angel. I, I did not know. Hey, how I would have told her things. I went, Pastor Sam, I went in February. First week in February. As I was on the train coming to Lise, I was like, you better book the place. I want the same room. Even if somebody is there, evict them. him again. So, so quickly, I said, sit down. <laughs> sit down. 
God has me three things. Number one. Hey! Two more months, three months. First week in February, so let me come again. Because there's so much I want to accomplish. I'm praying. But God will see it. God says you should prioritize. You should work on Him first. Let's prioritize God. That's why I'm saying, please, an open heaven will come to you. Because of that, you have open places. For the first time, crippled walked for the first time. From that encounter, I tell you, from that encounter, strange miracles are happening in your journey. Strange miracles are happening. They are happening in your journey. Now, our priorities is God. Everything is God. Everything is God. Everything is God. Let's put God first in everything. He said, you are running to your own until God I will do it before I die I will do it before I die and God will honor you and God will bless you can I get an amen I said can I get an amen let's run up let's run up let's run up very quickly let's run up in the next two minutes will be over so David David made the vow in first chronicles chapter number 29 the verse number three let me finish I'm finishing now first chronicles 21 the verse 29 the verse number three Listen to what David said. He said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and what silver, which I have given to the house of the Lord my God, over and above that I have prepared for the holy house. So David gave over and above, over and above, over and above. Even though God told him not to build the house, yet he prepared gold and silver. He gave over and above. Over and above. My scripture tells me, David gave over and above. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder in Psalm 112, the verse number 6, the Bible said, he says, surely, 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 he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be everlasting in everlasting remembrance. Everlasting remembrance. David's affection for God, as a result of that, he became what? He had everlasting remembrance. So David is celebrated after 3,000 years 
after him passing away. When you go to Israel, I've been there a couple of times. And you go there, and where David was buried, many people from all across the world come and see where David was buried. Why? Because the man had an affection. His affection was for God. And I pray that your affection will be for God. I pray that you prioritize God. I pray that you seek God and his kingdom and every other thing will be added unto you. Therefore, in conclusion, I would say this, that our affection for his house demonstrated by our investment in promoting his cause opens the heavens over our lives. It opens the heavens over our lives. That's my last statement. It opened the heavens over our lives. Our affection for his house demonstrated by our investment in promoting his cause. God's cause opened the heavens over our lives. So I pray that God would open his heavens over you as you affectionately love him, as you affectionately prioritize his house, as you affectionately honor and bless his name. Can I get an amen?